conversation with a male listener brought up a conundrum for you boys. How do you balance being a good moral person with having that primal, masculine, bad boy energy women find so damn attractive? Well, tune in because we're going to tell you how. Plus, we talk a lot about women and their pubic hair, and now we finally dish our thoughts on the dudes and their emerging shaving habits. <laughs> You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. <laughs> uh, I was just at, a, at an event. And I'm sorry. Welcome to episode 147. Because sex isn't ever just about sex. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> add that in there. Uh, I just want to say I was at an event and I met someone who is a regular listener on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was we were all just socializing. And then at the end, I said, oh, I met so-and-so because I do this podcast. And he went, oh, my God, mm-hmm. you're on the show. And then he was like, which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say, could you tell by looking at me? <laughs> I know I should have. I just, I just, I said I was T of T. That's so fun. Like, like when I was a, remember when I had that one, um, where was I at a coffee shop or something? This guy was like, your voice sounds so familiar. And I'm like, he recognized you, your voice. Do you remember that? I remember that. I was I, floored I love... you guys because it, like, it's like, I, I mean, I, I love that story. Are you kidding? It's so fun. Yeah, that he, he was like, I, I feel like I know you. Yeah. Like, and then I told him and he freaked out. It was awesome. It was very fun. Anyway, I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah, it was so rewarding. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, okay, so we just wanted to address uh, our absence for a yeah. bit. Um, so, n- right. yeah, go ahead. Not we- posting as consistently as we have for the last... Three, two and, yeah, two, three, and three and a half years. years. Yeah, so uh, we've been posting every week. And, and so, uh, yeah, I just we just wanted to take a moment to tell you guys that, um, you know, this doesn't pay. It is a, pa- a passion project, except for our lovely um, group of Patreons, since we just started Patreon. And, yes. And we thank you guys for that. Um, but it doesn't pay. And so we both have had projects lately that are just... Um, pay projects that are taking, taking up more of our time and energy and uh, and we've just had to devote ourselves there more and so I intend to do a show about it but I think we touched on it I had some health issues that's true <laughs> where yeah. I it, woman health issues so it's very relevant to this show uh yeah so um what do I just tell them I just want to tell you just anyway the I had a, fi- a uterine fibroid um it caused hemorrhaging and I ended up in the ER and like not well for the last month Right. So, right. and it just sort of started a, a, a downward energy for me. Funk. Yeah, I know. No, so just We've a been, lot of challenges. There's been and a lot going on. You've been on. super supportive. Thank um, you. Yeah. But excited to be back here doing this show, checking in with you guys again. Um, and we do, we will be continuing to do shows, um, but it just might not be, uh, you know, week as regimented as, as we have been in the past. Yeah, just right now slowing down a little bit. We love doing the show. We love coming together and having these conversations and we're going to do the best we can yeah. to give you as much as we can. Well, and we do appreciate if you do check us out on Patreon uh, if you've never been there before. A great site for supporting a lot of different artists. Um, but uh, we do have a couple of uh, new... We do. You what do you call them? Pledges? Yeah, Patreon. Patrons. Patrons on Patreon. I know it's so confusing to say. So we just want to do a shout out. Uh, we'll just do first names. Um, so thank you so much to Josh, Winston, Karen, and Billy. Uh, yes. And we're going to leave it there. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you. Yeah. So we're going to keep rocking and rolling there. I think we're going to post a couple of vlogs and stuff here and there. Yeah. Um, so our Patreon page is patreon.com slash TATalkSex if you want to check that out. And uh, I can, yeah, we'll be rolling out exclusive content for Patreon. Um, yeah. And what else? 
Well, we were doing, so, you know, back to actually the juicy content of the show. Right. Well, uh, personal updates. Personal updates. And then we'll get to uh, these topics, which was born out of a, a Facebook conversation with one of our male listeners. Yeah, well, and one of my up. cuddle clients we're going to talk about also brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we mentioned in our last episode, I think, or two episodes ago about me doing cuddle work now. And cuddle practice, I like to call it actually, not mm-hmm. work, because mm-hmm. I think that degrades the honesty of the meditation that mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's really a, it's a beautiful practice um, to take the time to connect uh, with someone in an intimate, a physical way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, checking in about our lives, is that yeah. what we're doing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, bam. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, what's funny is for me, I'm, I think we always talk about this. And, and last year, we even did a, an episode about um, new beginnings, kind of and like when you're going into a new season, and it's almost happening again. Uh, it's the fall. And I'm finding that a lot of lovers and like relationships that I thought were starting have fallen away. Um, and I mentioned in our episode where I was uh, dating um a, a woman, although this woman I doesn't identify with, you know, uh, gender, sorry, not, I, right. I'm so pronouns. good at this, um, <laughs> gender neutral pronouns, exactly. And, uh, and so that was actually a really powerful relationship in my life and opened up, opened me up in a lot of ways and um, brought me into a new territory of my own sexuality as well. And I became aware of like certain blocks I had, or not even blocks, but things that I had just new experiences. Sure, yeah. Um, and I think, uh, and that was beautiful. And then, and then that person moved to New York. Permanently? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so I, the air was let on my tires a little bit on top of my like emergency. So I'm just funny ER out about visit. this. And then I'm like, it, 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 it's so funny to me that you didn't mention this of all the stuff that's going on in your life. I'm like, oh. You know, to be honest, I, I well, think. Well, this person left. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what's funny is I think I, I really maybe sublimated how, important and impact it is on my life yeah because i was sharing that detail to someone else as well over dinner and i said well you know and my lover who i really deeply connected with in this way that i hadn't before you know i basically talk about how they they're like this huge impact on my life and they've opened me up and i go another gone (laughs) yeah i go they just they moved so and and he said wow that must be hard for you and i went oh you're so funny yeah i mean yeah yeah you know yeah it's hard Wow, I know. What is that? What like how how much I'm? um, I wouldn't call it avoidant, but maybe not taking care of myself. It sounds avoidant. That avoidant of yeah, but not acknowledging the pain of that or that it that you sound like a guy who's completely (laughs) disconnected from his emotions. Like I am a guy. Like I had I had a session with this guy with my emotions. (laughs) No, listen, I had so I I was I had a session with this guy and he was um. uh, We've known each other about a year now, and his mother died six his mother died about a year ago anyway i haven't i've been traveling right so i haven't seen him in six eight months or whatever so we get together and he's like you know while you've been gone i've been completely like uh uh so exhausted where like i'm just exhausted all the time no matter Mm. what i do like i can't even hold my head up you know and he's a very busy in-demand person and and he's like you know what and then and then all of a sudden one day it just lifted and i look back and i'm like holy crap was that depression and i'm like oh my like oh my god my mom died and then i i fell into this space where i like i was just so exhausted and i'm like 
I'm like, seriously? You like didn't make the connection? That it was your, the death of your mother. Right. That, I, so that's what this kind of sounds like to it me. It is if like I'm a being death. honest. No, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. And I like that we're excavating my emotions <laughs> on the show right now. Sorry. Because no, that's why you're listening and tuning in <laughs> for these real moments. Because by the way, I was actually with um, a cuddle client as well and, and had a conversation kind of about this exactly, ironically, uh, which was he was telling me about a film called um, Venus of the Damned. It's an older film, uh-huh. and it, and anyway, it was talking about these superior beings uh, impregnating the women on Earth, and and so then the women were birthing these kind of alien creatures, right? It's like our bigger fear, and uh, and they were called superior to us, but they they didn't have emotions. And I thought hmm. that's so interesting that um, it's like, at least in our Western culture. It's like we want to shut down the reality of emotions and we view it as a problem rather than integrating it into our bodies and really understanding and having a mastery of what, what is my emotional, what is my animal, what is my physical and, um, and my rational and how do they all integrate to inform each other. And you're right. It's like, I mean, I just shared with you, like I was having some issues with like my motivational engine and it's like, okay, well, how do you reboot that? Well, I have to reach out to some people and say, Hey, I need support in, in this step right. in my life. And I don't always need it, but during, after you've experienced a number of traumas, a death, yeah. a loved one moving away, um, a medical ER visit, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you have to, that is the time that you need your network. Yeah. I mean, I think the movie was like. I think the goal, I, I, yes, there is power in moving beyond, in mastering your emotions and not letting well, your emotions run your life. But, However, but no, no, I know the point was they were, they were saying like delete the that's emotions. That's what I'm saying. Like repressing it and, and deleting them and erasing them is not the solution. It's, it's right. embracing them. But right. I would say that we have, our culture has kind of numbed to them and, and then we go, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. Or the other extreme. Oh, what's Where that? it's like super hyper emotional and, and like no regulation and that's it's the drama you know of like right no regulation like well this thing has happened and this is how i feel and that's the most important thing in the world and like letting that totally run your life and taking like, over right so anyway um all right well thank you for acknowledging the emotional intensity and impact of my life experience you're welcome. <laughs> i love you Thank you. Yeah, but so all of that going on and in a way uh, other things have, you know, fallen away. And so so yeah, I'm I'm having a new beginnings phase. Mm-hmm. I think a new beginnings phase is the way to describe it. With yeah. informed with a lot of new experiences. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I uh well, to to mirror that, I'm completely and you ladies will understand this going through all of my closet all of my jewelry, like shit that's under my bed, like ev- like purging absolutely everything. And I think that just absolutely mimics where I am in life, where I'm literally constructing a new blueprint and architecture f- for like the life that I'm stepping into. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I-, I agree. I'm chopping a lot of stuff out. I'm I've basically been a hermit in my lovely, sweet abode. <laughs> and I've completely been working on these projects of you know, I'm doing a bigger rollout of the sensual massage videos that I created, and uh, those will be up in a couple weeks. So it's they're still available, end. right? Or no? They are. Yeah, you did like a beta. For I did a beta launch, before. so you can still see them, um, and you can still grab them right now. It's uh, you can go to stephanieallen.com/massage. But yeah. I'm doing a, a bigger like I I've just, whatever been just been learning the marketing wheel. So yeah, um, so just doing a bigger rollout of that, and then I'm stepping into coaching and developing a program. So there's just a lot. It's just like 
me, you know, expanding, new expanding, chapter. creating all these things. Um, on a personal dating level, um, so I don't know if you guys remember me talking about the, uh, what did I call him? I it was he was he the horse guy, the Irish, Irish guy. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't anyway. look very dog-like. That was no, 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 no. He does not. Um, uh, we went. I our first date. You was I, the weekend away. Am I allowed at to a make the bridge that he's also like the topic about 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 what wo- like wealthier individuals? <laughs> what do you mean? Like we did the show about you know identifying your judgment around. Oh right. Um. Oh, well, you know I did make that link that like after I identified that judgment and decided to move beyond. I, so for those who haven't listened, um, I had this realized I had this judgment around men who are wealthy, assuming that they would not value me for the, uh, for anything beyond like superficial stuff. I know that it's bullshit and it's wrong. It's just, I saw it in my head. No, no. I thought you, it was a great point to bring up that led to a great topic. Um, right. Our issues around money and our, in this culture. Well, it was interesting. It was like an anti, it's like women like tend to go for that. And I was like actively hell no, I don't, you know, I, but I, and we talked, all right, we won't go too far into it, but you know, I always immediately that song, like the gold digger song on the radio comes right. up in my mind. And and so I do think that there has been this intense backlash of right. like, 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 ladies, don't you better be a prove gold digger. that you have no, you know, right. that you don't even exactly. look at. So, so it know. was like that. But anyway, yeah. I, I let it go. And then I met this guy. I, 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 he's, I have no idea his degree of wealth or anything. It's not necessarily about that. But um, I was just trying to create the, the point of, of references and in, in the show. Uh, okay. okay. So now that you know who I'm talking about, um, <laughs> no, it's been interesting. So he's he, um, he's a uh, he's been divorced. He's 49. He's been divorced for for four years, and um, and he's sort of recl- he's reclusive, like a reclusive by nature. So anyway, it's been this interesting. It's also long distance, right? So it's like, how many? <laughs> how many? So many challenges. Players? Exactly. Like, this is like... If anyone can do it, it's you. I mean, right? after, you know, Shit. so much of our show. Anyway, so I have no idea what's going on. But I, I'm i in this place of like, okay, am I... Do I hold his hand? Like, does he need hand-holding in coming order to... Coming into the dating world. Coming into the dating world and creating space for something in his life, you know, and... and um so so it's kind of a balance of that like okay do how much hand holding do i do before it becomes a detriment i suppose to mm-hmm. me and my needs and and whatever but so it's kind of an interesting balance of that and um learning experience with that and um the other epiphany that i actually had this morning was pinpointing precisely the kind of relationship or person that I am ready to draw into life, you know, and I think it's, I think it's helpful to have that clear. And I love that. I mean, basically everywhere in our lives, yeah. we should do that. And right. you have those moments where someone asks you and you go, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Well, when you say, I don't know, take a moment to meditate on it. Right. But- and I have been, but, um, but it came into actual words today. And, uh, what I realized was that, um, I'm ready for, and what I want is a higher level relationship, which I call a devotional relationship. So I'm ready to devote myself to a man, but um, I'm ready to devote myself to a man who's worthy of my devotion and who's also in turn ready to devote himself to me. Um, so so that's, I'm calling it, I'm naming it. It's out Beautiful. in the air. You all know mm, it, you hear nice. it. And uh, if uh, if this man isn't it, well, and that's what helps. It's like, okay, now it's clear. I know what I 
what I want and what I'm ready for, what I can give, what I'm ready to receive. And now knowing that, it's like, okay, if this person, you know, if that's not happening with this, it's like I can see it more clearly, Mm. whether it's a yay or a nay. No, this is, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. And you saying it, it's a call to action even to me. You know, I've had a lot of different avenues swimming around in my head. I Mm. think I mentioned I had this, uh, reconnection with an ex-boyfriend kind of one of the you know I've in the past I've talked about like the three real loves that were impacts in my life mm-hmm. uh well he was number two. <laughs> oh, okay. love number two and and then we reconnected wait is this the guy in New York yeah okay yeah and so we had a whole conversation and there is this dancing around I can tell that he's you know we're both having the same thought like I'm pushing her toward it yeah <laughs> you are still I am it's you know yeah can we can we reconnect should we reconnect right. you know uh yeah we both you know do we want to basically set out to have this devotion contract kind mm-hmm. of uh <laughs> so I bring that up because anyway so that's to like one continued. avenue and yeah and then there's and then there's the girlfriend and then there's you know and then just, there's health and then there's-, and then there's everyone else that's actually in the city that I'm living in <laughs> So so you raise a really good point, which is, you know, what do you want? And mm-hmm. trust your gut in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. so that's my that's my update. That's your update. That's where we are in life. And mm. now we're ready for the topic. You had. Yeah. Oh, before I know. Before we move on to our topic, yeah. you had uh, something that I was interested in. A listener. Oh, a listener that actually um, bought the massage video. Right, right. So I heard I thought this was so cool. And I just like to share our interactions with with you. Yeah, no, it's good that you do that. Because I totally forget a lot. Um, (laughs) So so yes, I I had a customer for the massage videos who um, I was offering Skype sessions at the time um, for as a bonus for that anyway. And so I we chatted over Skype, which was lovely. And um, he wanted some help with um raising a sex positive teen daughter yeah so i we talked about many things but one thing i pointed him to was the website oh my god yes as a resource um so he recently emailed and uh said that he bought her a subscription to that and he also bought his wife a subscription i was gonna say i love that detail because his his what he and his so he's more sexually liberal and his wife's you know not necessarily at the same space where he is but um i think there's some religious background there but um so he bought them both so that you know the wife could be on board with knowing what the daughter's checking out and feel comfortable and all of that so so that was the update that that yeah he he um bought his ladies uh, subscriptions so to this cute. this website. So, oh my God, yes, for you guys, for people who don't know, it's a website that um, gathers thousands of women and um, talks about how everyone really, like real life, experiences sexual pleasure and what works Anatomical for them and what rhythms. doesn't. Right, everything. So it's just basically in a sort of an open discussion forum, but so much more than that with so many resources. So, um... So I just wanted to say kudos to him. You know who you are for doing that. Yeah. And for anyone else out there who's having these same thoughts or challenges um, to maybe check out doing that Yeah, for your ladies at home. Yeah. Um, so why don't we set up our topic that we're going to go into and, and then, then we're going to, yeah, we're going to take a short break. I just want to say yeah. 
for our listeners on podcasts online, on iTunes, all this stuff, we have ads that play. We would prefer not to play ads. And the way that that happens is by going to Patreon. <laughs> and you guys, we actually don't make any money from, from those ads. We're yeah, obligated to um, yeah. to put them in from our network. Actually, we sometimes we don't have a choice in the intro ones. But we literally make pennies. Yeah, so, pennies. so that was one of the big decisions to go to Patreon, right. which was we want to honor you all and cut those out. Um, but in the meantime, we are going to take a break. <laughs> but what is our topic that, that's coming up that you addressed in the beginning? Yeah, so um, while well, shaving for men. Yeah. And um, because we don't, we haven't really talked about that a lot. Uh, yeah, well, and, and it is something that's interesting. It's, it's coming up a lot. More yeah, frequently. my male cuddle client brought it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then um, the other topic is something that came up from a male listener on, on Facebook and um about the you know how do you how do you be a moral good guy while still having that primal um desire and approach and attitude with women that we love that bad boy thing so how do you be a good guy while being a bad boy while bringing raw energy well we'll give you our thoughts on that yeah and so that's coming up um, but yeah. for now, we'll uh, be right back. We'll uh, back. Patreon.com forward slash TA Talk Sex. Yep. And social media, TA Talk Sex. Yeah. We'll be right back. We are back to you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And, and now we're ready. Okay. So yeah. here's our topic. So let's so uh let's dive into the chat we had on, on Facebook with this fellow. Okay. Um, right. Which I get. So so the conversation was about women like bad boy. Yes. Quote unquote. A mythology of the bad boy in American culture that that kind of sexy, primal, spicy guy right. is going to win the girl every time at the party, right? Right, right. So let me, you know what, let me just take this one part out of the equation, which is that I, you know, yes, I think women can be attracted to a real, like a legitimate bad boy who's going to mistreat them for other reasons. So let's not, let's not talk about that. Okay. So you know what I mean? Like the yeah. girl who's like, you know, self bashing or whatever and she just attracts the wrong kind of guy not that i'm we're talking about like the primal carnal alpha guy who is gonna like sweep them off their feet and like take them against the wall and like <laughs> do carnal tell. keep going <laughs> at least that's what i have going Whoa. on in my fantasy <laughs> you know right. can, so I, women, can i share we I had, like that we yeah, like well, that well what's funny so, is i was about to be like i'm not into that and then i thought well except for that one guy from that party where, and that other guy and then that other well guy. no this was and i talked about it on the show but basically i ended up hooking up with like multiple i met it was a party full of like eligible men and i met like four <laughs> different yeah four it was it was quite <laughs> bountiful and i met four different men two ended up being best friends which i didn't realize and i had already like i had agreed to go out with 
one of them the next night and he was the bad boy (laughs) and the well it's funny that the good boy actually successfully seduced me that night and I went home that night yeah because I I was like I'll give you a ride home or something about going to another place and then I said I want to go home so I dropped him off at home and then he kind of seduces me before we say goodbye he's the good boy he's actually very sweet and it was almost like the ego and the id. I mean, the stereotype. It was like they're best friends because they complimented each other. And right. that's why. But the other one is like total primal animal. Right. And like even at the party said something like, oh, like your family's Colombian. Like I know you guys like, you know, you like the bad boy who, you know, is basically going to like push you against the wall. And, you know. Yeah. And then he was even like, slap me, slap me across the face. <laughs> like that wouldn't, that would turn me off. <laughs> it was hilarious. He was the definition of bad boy, like total like James Dean type. Okay. And hot. Right. Um, Where was I going with that? Uh, uh, your experience with you, you ended sharing. up with each of them. Yeah. I'm sharing that, that it's true that in that case, I was drawn in. <laughs> well, okay. Let me, let me say that, first of all, I think this question in itself, like, mm-hmm. and this was exactly how, how he phrased the question, which is, you know, how do you balance being a good moral person with having that primal masculine energy women find so attractive? So uh, in bad in bad boys. Um, so I think that this question inherently is judgmental. Yeah, the assumption. The assumption made. that, right. The assumption is that... Um, or not the assumption, the belief, which I, which I get. Like, culturally, we do judge against, or that it's wrong or bad somehow, this primal sexual energy That if you are is primal, bad. yeah. Well, it's also... Wrong. And this is the whole puritanical thing of, like, when if you just want sex for sex or pleasure for pleasure, it's hedonistic, and it's immoral, and it's bad. Ooh, okay, so... Well said. So let me just say that I think that's the initial thing and i think we all have this belief in us to some degree interestingly so we're raised to believe yeah right i think the last show we did i talked about um how i was experiencing this like new level of embracing my carnal animal nature sexually yeah and you know and, and this was happening like in the act of sex and it was really powerful and i didn't realize that i was still holding on and, and that i still had exactly this going on that i was judging myself for you know, and not, and therefore not allowing myself to totally be an quote unquote animal that in the bedroom. That you're being a bad girl. Right. That, that I, you know, okay. I need to like be spiritual and well, moral and even, good and beyond that. And you even know. the word choice, calling it like bad boy, bad right. girl, right? Like naughty. Right. Like you can't do that. Okay. But what are we talking We're talking about take charge, sex appeal, letting that be known, being a little more assertive with the girl or... Well, yes, let me... Yeah, so yes, all of that. But what I feel is that this bad boy person, Mm -hmm. the reason why we're attracted to him is because he is comfortable with his primal nature. Yes. So he... And when a guy is comfortable with his primal nature... It means, um, well, it can mean that he is in touch with himself, not afraid of himself in that way, has mastered that part of himself and knows how to use it. <laughs> but, um, but also that, um, that, and that's what, like, that's when a guy becomes hot and primal and magnetic in that way. Interesting. Because he's embraced it and it's oozing from him. The equivalent for, I think, for the guy's experience would be a woman who is, 
totally owns her sexuality and isn't mm. afraid of it and isn't, you know, mousy and demure and playing a role. She's like sexy and she knows it. Now, here's the difference. So okay. if you're going to turn the, the, the line of where a, a, a primal carnal alpha man who's comfortable with himself, when he starts turning into a bad boy or immoral person, yeah. it's because he's uh, become selfish in that where he's consuming the power abusing the power in a way that like he's only um he's taking for his own pleasure he's not thinking about her best interest he doesn't give a fuck he so he's totally selfish and thinking of himself so Mm. um which i i can't i i can't lie i I think i've had moments like that yeah i i I have not i was that bad girl right while you you do have strong needs. I'm not. I'm not. Surprised. I'm not surprised. This is why sometimes. <laughs> do you mean like you mean like my desire to play, like a little cat and mouse? Mm, you mean my I desire to orgasm? I mean that your hunger can sometimes I feel override your, um, your ability to think about the other person's experience and make you focused on you gaining your own experience. Sure. That's what I mean. I think that, yeah, I, I think I was being honest there and saying, yeah, yeah. I'm like hiding. <laughs> Afraid like I yes. wasn't aware. Yeah. How dare you? As if you haven't heard my entire history for the last five years. I don't know where you got that data. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree. It's almost like a, the excitement bug or something. And, and, um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm guilty as charged. Uh, I think I've matured a lot. I don't think I'm quite where I used to be. Right. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. But just to close out that thought. Yeah, so yes. for me, for you guys out there who are like, how do I, who, how do I manage this? Well, here's the thing. Most guys are not assholes. You know, most I guys most are, are not, not these like selfish bad like really actually harmful <laughs> not like rapey harmful but like yeah where they're just going to trample all over you actually, most guys are not that way i want to bring this up this brings me to like even when all of the cultural discussions that are happening about violation and what is it to flirt with a woman and you know respecting a woman's space all these they are real issues mm-hmm. um i think that because it's in such common dialogue uh even respectful men have started to fear that that includes them or something and they're Mm -hmm. like they're becoming defensive as though they need to defend something that isn't really their problem right i don't know if that makes sense it's like a double negative or something like how do you know if you're offending someone until the person tells you that you've offended them and checking yourself but but I, i i i think it's i guess a hypersensitivity that um, and so how does it relate? Sorry to this. I'm, I'm last one. I'm losing the bouncing yeah, it, ball. Well, it related to, yeah, it related to me because of what you were just saying about, uh, like this, this man even being concerned with this idea that like, well, how can I be masculine and aggressive without, you know, being immoral? And right. it's like, well, you're not, you're not actually crossing a boundary, but you are being playful and being in touch with your sexuality and showing that to someone and then reading her signals to see if she's receptive to that. And if she's not receptive to it, then you kind of go, all right, cool. I get it. Like you're right. not interested in the sexual energy I'm bringing. Yeah. It, it brought up actually just a friend of mine recently. I have, we do have a history where we have had sex, uh, and, but we don't anymore and we are friends. And he even said we were hanging out uh, we had dinner together and, and then he said, you know, do you want to, do you want to hook up? Do you kind of want to play? 
And I, I said, actually, I don't. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, he goes, oh, I get it. I get it. And I, I said, but I really, really appreciate and honor that you asked. <laughs> like, you know, like I want to acknowledge it because without making me uncomfortable. But can I say yeah. that is the opposite of, of this being... carnal bad boy <laughs> thing that women love. That's a really That's good a point. very feminine approach, which is awesome, you know, and, and, and you yeah. know, in terms of the like, like the polyamorous community, you know, okay. sex, po- like that's a it's a it's the opposite. Yeah. So I get so. OK, so back to your where you. Yeah. Were well, I mean, I'm just saying that like um, it's a balance, right? Like there's a line that needs to be walked, which but I think the only way to get there is to actually do some self work in terms of like, like allowing yourself to um, know this part of yourself men you know to really to instead of because we live in a culture where you're right where it's not encouraged for guys to be primal and to like feel raw desire for a woman and so the way i've experienced this is and this is sort of like shadow work right right where like you face this part of yourself like um without acting and without actually going and like taking a stranger against a brick wall without, <laughs> without even asking her or whatever. Like you, there's still power in um, letting yourself, uh, letting your thoughts go there, letting your mind go there, letting, you know, instead of putting the clamp down and like keeping yourself from having those feelings at all, mm. um, letting yourself go there and see what, and see what that feels like. But so it's confronting it. It's letting it happen, not repressing it. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe that was my point of, was my point was you can express it and if it's not received or they say no thank you <laughs> then you back away well i well <laughs> I, I think that was my point of that story of you're right it wasn't an, an alpha like he didn't push me against the wall well i yeah i guess i would say like what i just talked about was uh, self-work okay now if you're gonna how, yeah i guess how how do you what you know so i wanted to ask you how if, if you're in front of a recommend? woman well i guess i feel like this is where the typical um, James Bond, Don Juan Ooh. archetype comes in because these yeah. are the guys who are in touch with that primal f- part of themselves. However, they also have, well, I'm not, I don't, does James Bond have deep respect for women? I don't know. But let's just like take that like sexual, uh, like the guy who's the magnet for women and they adore him and whatnot. And he, um, you know, he's not like a total dick. He's just a sex magnet, right? So uh, if you take that kind of guy, he is, um, his approach with women, it's not like he's coming up to them and being like, you and me in the bedroom now. Like that's, women are going to say, fuck you. You know, yeah, like, I've had, that's I've had like, a, I know, yeah, I had a friend who, who did that to me. Right. Oh, <laughs> it, yeah. It, did it, it work? No, <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not interested. You know, like there wasn't a, a spark right. to, to instigate it. Right. So then the, the, I think the balance would be when you, when you're approaching a woman, you're, you're it's different. Like you, you still hold her in respect you treat her with respect you're thinking about her best interest and like what she would what she likes may i can i get you a drink how can i what go ahead yeah i like what you said about the james bond archetype immediately i understood this idea of of being in touch with your primal sexuality so like to me um you know i'm a woman I want to have sex. (laughs) I do. Right. Right? But, but the context has to be right. And I have to, and also to see that this other person wants that too. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, but in a settled, confident way of their, like in knowing their desire, um, makes me trust 
like their mastery of it. Like, oh, this is potentially a good lover. Yeah, this is what's coming to mind. I like this raising the hand thing. (laughs) We'll raise our hands when we need to speak. (laughs) Okay, so uh, the the thing is, is the James Bond guy, Mm. it's almost like acting work where like, where, so I'm going to call it hunger, that primal drive. I'm going to call it hunger. So he looks at you across the room and he's hungry and you feel it and you know it. But the thing is, is... He has control over that hunger. That beast inside of him, oh, he's uh-huh. got that bitch mastered. And he's like, you know what? I can handle my hunger. I'm going to come up to you. I can. So this hunger is swimming around both of you. You can feel it. You can ride this wave, you know? <laughs> and, and that like entices the woman. But what entices her even more is the fact that he can set it aside and listen to her and have a conversation oh. and connect and notice that oh, you're drinking a martini with three olives and he gets, you know, he like, whatever, like he... Paying attention to the details. Pays attention to the details and does what he can to please her and shows her that he's paying attention and he's being the gentleman and all of that, yet he's in touch with that hunger and he's not denying that hunger. Can I ask you? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I I think it does. I mean, it's yes and it is a little nebulous. Like it's both. Hmm. No, no, I like it, but it it is almost like... um, it's like a practice. Like that's like a philosophical sure. idea. So then you, the gentlemen watching or listening need to kind of head out into the field and try it out. You know? Yeah, you do. But which is why I think it takes personal work of like you, if you're not in touch with that primal thing, you need to get to know that primal that's thing. That's true. First. Okay. Uh, okay. Two things say? came up for yeah. me. No, no, two things. Uh, okay. Well, for, okay. Before I say what I was going to say, um, you know, it makes me go, okay, A, Stephanie, yes. how do they get in touch with that? How do they exercise that? Is that, you know, uh, I think I think it starts with not judging it. And yes. that brings yes. me back to this person's question, even call, like saying, well, how do I still be a moral good guy? And I'm going, well, well, what was it that you thought was immoral? Right, exactly. What 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 is it that's immoral? And I do think, I've had conversations with, with gentlemen who... I think in have it okay. This brings back. Ha, I'm tying full circle my comments before. <laughs> uh, the the intense kind of cultural critiques happening right now has have brought men to go. Well, it's immoral if I desire her sexually, right? And I'm going. That's not immoral, right? Your desire is not immoral, right? Desire is true, mm-hmm. is is integral to your being. Is your. Uh, creative energy source which is based in the genital area which is you know and it's how do you use it and what do you do with it i think the more you start acknowledging it the more you're aware that you have desire the more you become the sexual being that you are mm-hmm. and whatever and and in whatever forms that manifests meaning you're more likely to find the the partners that best suit you Mm-hmm. which are the so we're talking speaking of heteronormative like men versus women but seeking a woman who's going to be into your style of sexual desire mm-hmm. right so james bond is an archetype everyone's not james bond and everyone doesn't want to have sex in that same way or play the bad james if james bond is the poster child for bad boy or james dean is the poster child like that is one type mm-hmm and so if you feel that you are that type, I guess, you know, you can play with that. But it is role playing. I mean, that no, actually came up for no, me. I don't see it as role playing. I, what? It's not, James. You're not role playing the bad boy. You're, tu- you're, you're simply. 
well i mean my definition of role playing is like putting on a costume and like oh well you know, okay i think i mean i feel like this is no i okay go ahead what do you feel well i mean it's like it's like the analogy would be okay to put it in what guys might understand yeah a woman who's let's say you're at a bar and you've got woman a who comes up to you super sweet super nice cute you know and she's like hi how are you how was your day you know and you guys chat and whatever and she bats her eyes a little bit and then you you go she gives you a number and yeah i'd like to connect and have dinner great normal okay great woman a woman b comes up no woman b is standing across the room and she she just looks at you and you get a heart on right (laughs) she just looks at you with this look because she's oozing this thing and what she's oozing is that same thing like she's connected to herself in this way right and then uh, she's not afraid of that part of herself. She's not afraid of showing it. She's not afraid of inhabiting it. And then she walks up and you guys don't even talk. You don't even talk about mundane stuff. I'm just saying this is a ballsy well, woman, was, yeah. you know. And so she comes up and, you know, it's just super seductive and whatever. But and and it's and it's hypersexual and guys love that. Now, where she would cross the line is if she, she grabbed your ass. No, is if she is was using if she was like um, manipulating you to get something out of you or okay, well, you know what i mean yeah like, but you know what came up for me in that that's when she becomes the vixen versus the seductress cool I guess. but what i liked about what you're saying too though is when someone so the sweet person is polite and paying attention so says how was your day honestly it's a bit of a snoozer uh you go to a bar and you and you have like an eye to eye contact moment so you're like oh my god oh god i feel goosebumps at that person the equivalent of a hard on (laughs) Uh, and you know and and so and then that person comes over and you're like oh wow and then that person makes a funny comment about the bartender or you know like like says something about the music or um you know set compliments you or basically jumps into a conversation rather than small talk Right, so immediately engaging you I'm in a not, spontaneous a, way. No, no, no. And my my point is not around the words. The point is the energy. Person A. Is, yeah, but I'm. I think that that they're twofold. Because I, I. Okay. Because because what we're talking I'm about the intent, like like person A, whatever mm-hmm. the hell she says, she could even come up to you and say, "Oh, I want to take you in the bathroom." But if her energy is not in touch with that, you're not going to be motivated to go to the bathroom with her. Well, I, I like what you're saying. You know, this comes back to right. You're what because you can. This is like this, what, this is true of acting classes. No matter what the line is. Right. The term I love you can be said 40 different ways. So what is the intention behind what you're what are saying? you in touch with? Right. And so the girl A has a problem with accepting. She thinks that there's something bad. Yeah. About. Can I being this sexually whatever I want to bring up I and I know you initially okay earlier we were talking about the approach and to me the approach this the idea of a bad guy I actually see value in um, BDSM role play and where I bring that up is um, if you go back to our episodes where we talked about BDSM uh, and when you know I went to the club and kind of did a little drill with this guy on a dog collar and <laughs> you know and like and he flogged me or whatever you know and uh, and and it was really eye opening because he had a mastery right. of his sexuality right. and desire and his way of expressing his desire for me. Mm-hmm. Now this was a muscle that was exercised. Yes, it is. A muscle. He himself was not. Uh, 
the current James Bond. He did not look like James Dean. Do you know, like, he but you don't any, have to. Yeah, but he had an intensity and a presence and a confidence about his that um, is sexual the, identity. Right. And that, it, that, I think, is the alpha assertive male defined. But I think that can be practiced. Oh, that absolutely. And by the way, to me, the power of learning the vocabulary of like a BDSM role play is not that you need to stay on script and, and that there's a rule to it. It's... um. It's that you are still a moral good person and you've learned how to, you've learned a sexual language that dominates or has like an empowered assertive assertiveness. Right. Yeah. And maybe even learning the switch, which is when to be submissive and when to, you know, dominate and to even be able to play and interchange. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a great play. Uh, If you guys want to explore that, there's this website called FetLife.com where you can go and and like, you know, set up a profile anonymously even and like, yeah, we'll find out about organized parties that teach you that stuff. Find people who are teachers in that. Um, Yeah, there's workshops, there's things out there that actually embolden you. And make you more confident in that way. Yeah, you're right. It is a muscle. And here's the funny thing is that as I'm looking at it now, it's like the muscle that rides the middle pathway <laughs> of Buddhism, for example, where um. where like I feel like our culture is either like we don't and we talk about this on the show a lot, our frustration with the fact that we don't talk about male desire and, and yeah. like how to harness that because we don't like it's, it's either it's just men are full of desire and they're hungry and they're horny and they have to yeah, live it out you know, and they guys, live it out they have to fuck orgasm yeah, and that. you know it's not about men aren't taught it's not talked about holding your orgasm or recycling your your sexual energy nothing none of that is talked about it's just i'm so full of this energy and i have to let it go and that's you know? how men are right yeah so this whole we so it's either wow. either we encourage that Right. And so it's just all that desire and that primal everything you feel, you just release it wildly. Okay. Which does not make you an alpha male. <laughs> Thumbs down. I mean, that's like the teenage, the 20 year old, the 30 year old, 40. This is why I date older men. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'll shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point. Okay. And then, or the opposite of that is a good man who tones that down represses it even perhaps and is the good communicator the guy who's gonna oh. listen the which is all the stuff that so, we want but without the sexual right so are you saying so a, it's either one or the a other combination of the two yes. exercising both muscles yes. make you an ideal partner yeah <laughs> a merging of the soul but in a way this is not a fantasy this is a reality like it, well, it and can we're talking be a about, reality yeah well you're you're hitting on the tenets of a rounded person right Ooh, but it just means you I have like to embrace it. both sides, you know, and so, right, yeah. I had this thought. So you might be, guys, heavy in one area or the other, and you need to explore the other side. Yeah. Go on. Okay, so you had this thought. No, no, I, I, I had this thought about men and women, and I think that they're, again, collectively in our culture, there's an idea of the male leading, so I think it's very helpful when men are knowledgeable about this stuff. I think it's so great if women can learn a, a vocabulary around their sexuality as well. Because uh, I think women send a lot of mixed signals and and we collectively aren't aware of how unclear we're being as women. Mm-hmm. Is that too harsh to... <laughs> well, hey, ladies, you know identif- what you want. Can you like... Uh, well, even this idea or, or of like is that women want a bad boy and they want someone to oh. be aggressive, but they, but also like, ah, like I don't want a guy who does this or like the little, all the little like things... Um, the more you know yourself, 
even the more you understand uh, dominant submissive dynamics, like, you know, that's what our show is about. The core of it yeah. is a mastery of self that um, yeah. that makes sure you can identify what's upsetting you or where you don't feel you're getting fed from your partner or, you know, or whatever, like knowing well, knowing if you do just want primal sex or I don't know. Yeah. Are well, all the tools there. Yeah, I think um, hmm, at the core. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's we're going to take a break soon. Okay, let me just get this thought. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, shit, what was I thinking? Uh, No, 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 don't break. No, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, no, I think that, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, at the core, it's, um, there is a lot of, look, this is what life is, right? There's our internal world and there's our external world. And we're taught things, no matter what world or culture we live in. Mm. And um, you're always going to bump up against that. And I think... um, yeah, in our culture, we are taught specific things about being a woman and b- about being a man and whatnot. And um, there's a lot of confusion. There's about there's just a lot of confusion about what it, what's okay, what I'm supposed to want, what I'm supposed to feel, what da 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 da. And so, yeah, I, I more think more tapping into this for and men like and women down here. This <laughs> and knowing what you want because it's different for everyone, and not just knowing what you want, but huh. you can't know what you want unless you know what's inside of you first you know in terms of like there's a lot of women out there who are not comfortable with their femininity especially nowadays so how can you vulnerability right and then and surrender and um uh, you know but then there's confusion there because it's like well there's this part of me that is somehow primally drawn to wanting this kind of guy but i i also am uncomfortable with it you know so there's there's just you're getting pulled in many directions but i yeah but i love what you're hitting on which is um, also women not judging going, well, I want a bad, you know, I'm into bad boys and that's bad. Again, it's, what are you really saying? You would like someone who dominates or plays that role, has that ability to play that role while still being a sensitive, attentive. Yeah. Mate. Or maybe what she's really drawn to is surrender. Also, yes. you know, so you're right. Really think you really beautiful. thinking about it and, and accepting it without judgment. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing that surrender in that context doesn't mean I'm weak. Right. Doesn't mean I give over power all the time. Well, it's right. one context. Yeah. And this is this is a why I feel we need a, a lot of work to be done around the feminine right now, because we do yeah. we do associate surrender with weak, which I totally I do, too. Even now, even now, you struggle with it with all this work. There's still some a bone in me that's like, eh, eh, but it's weak, but it's not. Well, yeah, you have to remind it's actually yourself. the strong. So it takes so much strength and courage to surrender. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Anyway, I mean, we're going to take a break and yeah. then uh, we'll come back. Uh, yeah. Do we <laughs> want to say a couple? So we're going to come back and talk about um, finish this conversation up. Yeah. But, at, oh, oh, yeah. Body hair for body men. hair for men, pubic hair or bo- hair in general and uh, what, how we f- feel about it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned Patreon. Um, if you guys want to check us out there, I think we're going to be posting, you know, extra content there. Mm-hmm. Um, Patreon.com slash TA Talk Sex. And actually, you guys, this this episode is, is our second episode being recorded. So if you want to watch the, the videos video. ever, um, you can go to our YouTube channel. Um, and just search T- TNA Talk Sex on there. See, see our pantomiming. <laughs> yes. While we're on the air. <laughs> see our pretty little faces. All right. So we will be right back.
And we're back to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And body hair. Body hair for men. Actually, I think my armpits aren't even Actually, shaped. they're okay. They're, yeah, they're a little... I have some stubble. <laughs> you can... It's reasonable stubble. You know when, like, yeah, like when men shave their head and it's kind of grown a little and you can totally, like, brush the stubble. It's stubbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a... It's like a Okay. Two two day stubble, three day stubble. Well, let's relate this to men. Yeah. <clears throat> so why are we having this conversation? What happened? So I uh, I had a cuddle client who had actually never talked about kind of the the pubic hair thing. He asked me about women and when that all started. Which What do you mean he asked about women? Like what's okay? What what? Good question. Uh, yeah, I think he was sort of saying what is the standard and why, mm. and um. And it's kind of like, well, whatever it is that you choose, I think that is the healthiest version. But uh, for women, I would say actually the the pubic hair shaving phenomenon really did stem from um, pornographic images mm-hmm. and uh, and things like Playboy me- media that mm-hmm. was showing images of women altering themselves in certain ways, which is uh, its own kind of opportunity for fun play. Mm-hmm. And then I, in my opinion, I, I do believe that it became a marketing tool where uh, it is now for profit in our culture. So mm-hmm. there is uh, encouragement to do that. Um, and at the end of the day, I think everyone, I would like it if everyone was choosing it out of their own desire uh, versus a feeling of social pressure that they won't be liked right. for that. So how can we relate this to men? Yeah. So then uh, then he brought up men and he said, I, I heard that men are shaving more now. <laughs> and uh, and I thought that was just an interesting discussion about, um, you know, do men need to shave their pubic hair and or other body hair? And uh, and what is the social pressure that they're feeling and expectations? Well, let's see. OK, so my experience was so where do we start? Um, well, I think it's opinion I, it, based in a way. Yeah, um, it is. My experience is that. Yeah, have you, what is your experience with men? Right. In terms I, you of know, who's shaving, who isn't. Right, and I was doing massage, right? So I saw Oh yeah, thousands, thousands of men. Is it men. really a th- thousands? Th- I did the math. You did the, <laughs> I was wondering about that. Thousands of sessions over seven years. Okay. No, thousands I of sessions, hundreds of men, because most of my clients, I had repeat. a lot of repeat. Yeah. But, uh, um, right, so I did see a lot of bodies. Um, the majority of them were not manscaped but they were also the majority i would say over 45 interesting do you would you say not groomed at all like natural growth because that's almost like a second tier which is you know trimming and kind of lightly grooming versus Um, like i remove all hair no i would say they were not groomed in any way although i i they could have been slightly trimmed yeah it was rare to find a, a man that was that was manscaped uh personally yeah personal lovers oh uh, yes on my on a personal like my what do you want to know my preference <laughs> well <laughs> yes we do now that you said it but also what have you been see- just yeah, seeing no okay so what have i been seeing personally well remember i date older men um <laughs> no wait so so let me think about this um no, I think most of the men I've been with have had some manscaping. So yeah. I, I and okay. and I would say the majority. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. I think it is because I I have a landing strip, right? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe You're what a happens. Yeah. I'm a self groomer, and I think what happens is maybe they see that I'm shaved, 
And um, and then I think they I never say anything because I don't I don't care, you know, but they go back like I've had like French boy. I've had a couple people go oh. back like they come back and they're like shaved much to my delight. But I didn't say anything. So so really. Yeah. And I think and my sense was that they thought it was fun. They were, oh. you know, so and it could also have been maybe they weren't being sexual before. And that now that I'm in the picture, they're going to oh, start right. yeah, grooming. Like, sometimes I end up hooking up and I'm like, right. I'm and you're not like, oh, always this full. Right, right. <laughs> Pubic isn't this <laughs> and then, full all the time. So I don't know. And we didn't ever have a discussion about it because I didn't, I, you know, it wasn't like an issue or anything. So, um, yeah, so I, I was wondering if it was like, oh, she prefers groomed. So now I'm going to go do it. And maybe, maybe that's my maybe, maybe I'm hypersensitive to the idea of people you know, feeling pressured as opposed to, which I like this point too, which I even said about the pornography doing it. It was like, hey, why don't we trim the hair? Because that's fun. And the more in touch with your sexuality you are, the more you kind of get to play. Yeah. You know, because you're consciously identifying it. You don't have judgment. And so there's freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, woo, why don't we do that? Um, But I I feel like it's actually, if if I'm honest, in my opinion, my assessment of the men I've been with who are shaving versus aren't, there are there are levels. There are people who are maybe ec- particularly uh, extra hairy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they kind of do a light grooming, which I'm like, oh, thumbs up. I think that makes a lot of sense okay. for everyone's comfort. Um, and, and then there's the people who are I'm like, wow, they've really like buzzed everything. Right. And I have, it's like, I don't want to say judged, but I, I do feel that I'm seeing a pattern because I feel like of, all, of varying ages, I've been with younger men and older men and, and kind of in that collective pool, uh, men who are a little more, um, less, I get actually less in touch with their sexuality seem to be the ones shaving everything. Now, what do you mean less in touch with their sexuality? Yeah. Good question. Uh, like have certain hangups. Like I don't want to be touched here. I don't want to perform oral sex. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like I don't, like more limits, more boundaries. Oh, oh yeah, oh. more boundaries and less kind of free. more controlling. Yeah, in that sense. Yeah, and themselves. less like pr- less primal sometimes. Uh, well, that makes sense because you're restraining and controlling, and then you're also the way you can show that is through your body hair, right? You can have oh, control yeah, like, over your body hair, and yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, totally, kind of totally. So, oh, I haven't noticed that myself. Right. Well, but right. Had, I think you've had more more experience <laughs> you, you slut yeah, exactly. you. <laughs> I mean I do have this fond memory of one of my lovers he was hairless and I remember being like ooh I don't know if he's gonna like my the fact that I'm you know I'm grown in <laughs> I, I trim but I am present you know no no one's confused um, when they see it's there uh, uh, and I remember I did kind of fear that he would judge it but he was a very well no, he still had the limits. In some ways, he was an advanced lover, but in other ways, he was. I know less... who you're talking about. Do you? I, I think I do. No. Oh. Oh. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're like mouthing. No, I'm actually talking about the Burning Man. Uh, oh, really? S- skydiver. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, oh no oh, one's oh. gonna know who, who that is, or several. <laughs> you can Google them. No. Uh, uh, but but uh, like hairless wonder, like it almost seemed eff- like effortful to be that hairless. And it and um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with what though? I said because I, I I notice. So there's a lot of swimmers. Yeah, that I, get on my I, table I was a swimmer and in, in school. So actually, yeah. yeah, and they're gonna remove hair. But that's just it. Like I feel like I'm trying to tap into the motivation of it. And I right. think if someone's like, "Ooh, I just love the way it feels so silky." 
but I don't I don't often hear that. Like I'm often seeing kind of deeper emotional fears that are driving the decision. Um, so maybe that's why I wanted to have that conversation today, yeah. which is just I'm I'm game for anyone choosing what they prefer. I think I just want to know that they're checking in with themselves and they're doing it from a place of fun rather than a place of fear that I that someone else won't like it. Right. I mean, I have to I yeah, I think with the guys for me that were shaving, I, I feel like it was for me um, and also in a sense of play like, yeah, we're being sexual and doing this fun stuff. And that's cool. Gonna, you know, I, again, I didn't say anything. Uh, the, I did have I did have one lover who um, was like super, super shaved, like meticulous mm-hmm. everywhere, which I felt was a bit not uh, um, strained. You know, like what you were saying, like where it takes like, yeah, effortful. And he was a guy who was super into appearance. Like self-judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, also, I think. But I don't know. I'm trying to think. That might have just been because he, you know, he's, it just might be just been an aesthetic preference. Like, I don't, I don't, he wasn't super tight with his sexual boundaries or anything. I I don't know. Yeah. But I I also never have conversations with any of them about it. Yeah. I think I, I kind of wanted to, I think maybe it comes up conversationally more for me because, right, because I you have hair. actually because I have hair. Yeah. And so I think it's interesting that people identify it as like a bold choice. And I'm like, right, well, actually, it's the path of least resistance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the easiest choice. I just wake up. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know? But in that sense, um, I, I have encountered men who, who want to comment and in some ways, uh, they also view it as like this bold choice and they're like, they'll sometimes be excited by it because mm. it's because it's now almost become a novelty. Right. Where they're like, wow, cool. And I get to play with it. Yeah. I, there are moments where pubic hair has that can be fun. I think I want to say that it's, it's on men. Yeah. On good point, men and women. I, I think there are caveats. Like I've, I've been with men where maybe like it even grows down the shaft and I'm like, that yeah. can be more difficult. It can it literally hurt my vagina. Yeah. Well, that, if that you shave it. Because then they're stubble. No, but it, even if it's weird, and, and then, then if the it's condom long, rolling it, on it, that's yeah. problematic. Sorry, it's, laser that shit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I actually, don't know. that is. It, I mean, it was an really option. a problem in one relationship. But um, right, so I'm, I guess I'm saying that aside. Yeah, those are kind of bigger issues. But just choosing it, kind of for aesthetics, or mm-hmm. because you think it's trending and that you won't be accepted for it, I think is uh, is an error. I think it's like I think that people respond positively in all ways, and I think that. You can play with it. I think it's fun to just have you know, fluidity. Yeah, I guess it's just for me, and this is why I shave, but um, because I really enjoy going down on men, and I really enjoy um, going down on their balls. And when they're mm. super hairy, I have a re- it like activates my gag reflex. Well, it depends on the kind of hair, to be honest. That's a good point. But long um, hair around the balls might might be it right. L- totally deters me. Like it, some guys, the way their hair is, it's it's manageable and it's okay because mm-hmm. it's more sparse. But but other guys not. So and if that's the case, I I won't. It just will not you're be not a pleasurable. Ex- yeah. no, it will make me kind of gag and and as, as much as I hate. Well, you're not going to gonna suck on it, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I really that's and a really good point. That's the thing. Like with the testicles, I really like to play with the skin. And like you know, and and that's just not gonna happen um that's a good point and so i reciprocate like i feel like it's if i i imagine mm. if i were going down on me like it would kind of be the same thing so i guess that's I where you. my i think for me i think that there's such there's so much area that doesn't have hair <laughs> that i'm kind of like yeah i mean please play with all of that oh. and and to me there's actually 
I think a lot of people don't know this, but when you actually grip the hair and kind of tug, mm. it's actually very pleasing. There's a lot of sensation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. arousal. Like, like grabbing your head, like your scalp. Uh-huh, right. yeah. And yeah. so don't pull too hard, but that's, I call it like tugging or kind of like a rub. Right. But you, But there's a grip and a play of the pubic hair that kind of stimulates the clitoris area. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and I think and anyway, the, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up on that button. Well, no, because she has a date. <laughs> so I I'm do. Like, Get out the I door. know. Yeah, I do have to go. I'm gonna zhuzh myself a bit more and put on a fancy dress. Okay, so I like to be fabulous. Yes, always. When in doubt, um, mm. I keep losing my pen. Um, you don't need it. <laughs> uh, uh, was that conclusive in any way for for? Guys? Yeah, I think you brought up a lot of points, which are like you know everything's circumstantial. So I don't, you know, are your balls more hairy than the other, you know, are they particularly long hair? Maybe you yeah. want to trim. Um, if it's not, or you <laughs> like hair, trust that there's lots of women that don't mind. You know, what's funny. Have the conversation. I will know? say this though. I think it's cool to have the conversation. What do you prefer? Are you cool with this? You I know? think it's, I think it's super sweet when they, I can tell when they do it for me, you know, yeah. and that is really endearing and sweet. It is. Um, or they, or they'll say they'll, they'll do it for me. And, yeah. and that's, and that's, like so checking sweet. in it's with awful. your partner. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, but one other thing is sometimes, uh-huh. though, I have to be honest, uh-huh. when I get a guy who, who does shave, you know, and like it's our first encounter, and, you know, and I knew that it wasn't planned or something, I don't know, um, then I, I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God, he's a slut and he keeps this way all the time because he's expecting <laughs> to have sex with any random person any time. So and I'm like, who am I? Who, who, you know, is this yeah. person who really who I thought they were? <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm being honest. I'm yeah, being but that's, honest. But people judge women the it's same like, way. Well, sure. Right. It goes and, both which, ways. Which I get. Yeah. And I've, I've even had men or boyfriends sort of play with me about it. Like, like my boyfriend would be like, well, why are you sh-? like you're going out of town for two weeks? Why are you shaving? And I, like, but I like it. Growing it in makes it prickly. It does. And it's uncomfortable. It's and, maintenance. And, right. And I, I enjoy gazing upon my nude self shaved <laughs> like it's genuinely for me there you go um so i i don't know anyway I'm no i love that, that point that's very funny <laughs> i mean the answer is maybe they could be slutty they could be i know but it just makes me feel a little like whatever if it's it just concern, it's, a, it's a, a thought that comes up you know yeah but that's the honest communication yeah, if yeah, that's, yeah. you know so i noticed you shaved does that mean uh, so how slutty are you being right well, now well, i mean at like, what what's level, going on here no but it's tuning into yourself which is an indicator of i know you know is that what because I want. I want more of a commitment from exactly, this person exactly. or you know or are we just hooking up honestly it was just a re- it's just i see it as a reflexive thought that happens without yeah you know what i mean all right. Thank you for listening and watching TNA Talk Sex. I'm uh, I'm T. Christina Myers. And yes. you can find her Hepburn. Hepburn. Christina Myers Hepburn. And you can find her on social media at T. Uh, at T- <laughs> well, you can find us at TA Talk Sex. I'm at Cree Hepburn. Right. And uh, I'm C-H-R-I. Stephanie Allen, a.k.a. And you can find me at The Real Stephanie Allen. And uh, that's it. Patreon, if you guys want to support us, we'll cut all ads. <laughs> the sooner, the closer we get to that, there will be less ads in our content. Uh, there are no ads at Patreon um, supporting us. So uh, that's patreon.com forward slash TA Talk Sex. And uh, we love you all. Thank you for listening. <laughs>